Fimbred. <clears throat> I got a frog in my throat to start the new season off. Um, Mendo sort of guessed it the other day by telling me to uh, shut up and, and get on with a Fimbred. Um, so here we are. Uh, week one coming up. I think we're like two and a half weeks away, three weeks away. I don't know. Two and a half, three and a half weeks. I don't know when week one is. It's coming up. It's only like 20 days away, I think. College football's 13 or 14 days away. I'm going to turn this up a little. There we go. Okay. I'm going to do the same thing I did last year. Um, and I'm just going to get out ahead of this right now. Um, I did the full season, all 14 weeks, basically looking at everyone's matchups, picking a winner. Um, the first two weeks are kind of easy, and then it starts getting kind of hard. Because bye weeks start getting incorporated, and I get pretty lazy in terms of... Um, it takes a lot more fucking time than you'd expect to look at every single matchup and try and figure out, okay, well, um, it looks like, you know, Jeremy's got two buys this week with Tua and Waddle. And I guess I should look and see if, um, you know, X, Y, and Z is playing. Oh wait, actually it looks like, uh, McLaurin and the Redskins also have a buy. Um, and he's playing, you know, uh, who would you play? Oh, you're playing me week three. It looks like, so, you know, it just, Again, that was just an example off the top of my head. We'll get to all that in a few minutes. So long and short of it is, is yes, I have full season record predictions. Um, yes, they're not going to probably, probably be right. Um, and it's mostly because I'm, I got lazy looking at the buys um, because it's a lot of fucking work for a stupid podcast that 10 of you guys listen to. But that's okay. So... That sounds like it just cut out audio. Are you guys still hearing me? Nope, you are. That's good. As you can tell, I don't look at the audio track the whole time I'm doing this. Um, okay. So we're going to go matchup by matchup. We'll get full season records. Um, whether or not that they are the same. At, let's say, for instance, will Robbie's record correlate to the same week one leading into the regular season thimmered ranking god i don't remember where i had everyone post-draft oh well okay here we go week one uh jeremy versus joe i have jeremy okay what did i do here? oh that's right i know what i did okay yeah jeremy beats joe i have that uh mendo and zip i'm gonna give that one to zip gomer and tim gonna give that obviously to tim and then jared versus robbie i'm good to jared and then the matchup that everyone's looking forward to, I'm sure, as Cole and myself. Do think it's going to be a close one. Um, I'll go. I'll start with that one a little more in depth. Um, like I said, I'll go in depth for the first couple of weeks, and then we'll just go win loss after that. Because, like I said, it gets a lot harder. Um, just looking at our two matches, I think Herbert has a bad matchup week one against Miami. I think their defense will be all right. Um, I think Watson versus Cincinnati is going to be whatever. Uh, Hurts in New England. I think New England's defense will probably be a little bit better this year just because I think Belichick's going to try and prove that he's still a good coach and it wasn't all just Tom Brady. Uh, that remains to be seen. Um, so Hurts' matchup's tough, I think, too. I think Rodgers' matchup's a little bit more difficult than people want to believe. It's his first week in New York. It's a Monday night game versus the fucking Bills who are loaded. Um, and also, let's be realistic, too. This is maybe a, a hair bias on my part, but the Bills are so caught up in this fucking Sean Payton calling Nathaniel Hackett a terrible coach. N Nathaniel Hackett was a terrible coach, just like his dad, Paul, 
bad coach. Both of them are bad coaches, so this isn't all that surprising. Um, the fact that you got Garrett Wilson standing on the sidelines yesterday in a uh, Gilligan hat, sunglasses, and out of his uniform, which is exactly what Sean Payton said you can't do if you're a Bronco, which, again, I think is all stupid. This is fucking ridiculous. But regardless, the fact that the Jets are so worried about defending Nathaniel fucking Hackett, who cares? That guy stinks. Stinks. So I think there's a lot of a lot of hoopla in there about the Jets. So I, I don't know if the Jets are going to be quite as good as everyone thinks they're going to be. Um, anyhow, uh, your running back situation is better than mine, I, although I don't think Najee's very good. Um, those knees are starting to go Todd Gurley on him, I think, um, with all the touches that that guy's had from his days at Antioch to Alabama now and to Pittsburgh. It's a lot. Um, Bijan obviously is very good. I think both. Of, I think he's better than both Swift and Acres. Obviously, I, I don't think. You know, if I had to compare, I'd probably say, yeah, no, it's not even close. Uh, Lamb is really good. Devontae Adams, if he plays, which I think he's going to. I don't think he was all that. I, yeah, in fact, as I look right here, he just went back to practice as of five minutes ago. So, um, that's all well and good. Um, I, the problem is, is that he's got Jimmy Garoppolo throwing him the ball. Um, but he had Der uh, Derek Carr thrown in the ball last year, and he did just fine. Um, although he and Derek Carr have a bit of a relationship from their time at Fresno State. Um, Andrews and Pitts, whatever. It's it's, it's all kind of uh, – it's going to be close. There's no doubt about it. There's a reason that I think I'm projected to win, according to sleepers, by four points. I have the better quarterbacks. I think that's really what it comes down to. Um, but your skills are better. There's no doubt about it, um, at least from the top up. You know, you look at – Harris, Bijan, and Lamb, and Adams alone. That's really solid. Um, but, you know, I, I think T. Higgins was a really good number two wide receiver last year in Cincinnati. Um, again, it could really be fucking bad for me if Burrow doesn't play week one. I think he will, but you never know. So, going to give myself the slightest edge. Um, I think yeah, it, it's going to be close. Honestly, it's a, it's a coin flip, and that's what Sleeper says. Everything else, though... Um, down the line, I, I and we'll get to your Thimrid rankings here in a minute. I'll go through your guys' team a little bit more. And after that, like I said, after week two or three, I'm not going to do much in depth when it comes to week week by week matchups. So, like I said, going to give myself the slightest advantage just because I think I have the better quarterbacks, and I think that's going to be what it comes down to. Jeremy and Joe, um, it looks like Joe, they gave you some more points than you had when I first actually went through these rankings because it looks like they got Pacheco playing now, week one, which will be good for you. Um, you made a good move, I think, with Sam Howell. Um, I mean, you get the bad move was the fact that you traded for Lance in the offseason when you did because that guy stinks. Um, but at least you got a starting quarterback back for him now and a second round pick attached to it. I mean, it was looking like. If I recall correctly, I think you traded two first-round picks for him this offseason. Let me look here real quick. On the fly. Yeah, yeah. two first-round picks and a third. You did get Mike Evans as well. I don't know if you still have him. I think you do. So, I mean, two firsts and a third for Evans and Lance. That is looking real bad there for a few minutes. Um, where now at least you did get another starting quarterback back. And you still have Evans. So, I guess in reality you traded... I don't know. It's too hard to do the math in my head. Don't want to do it. Um, but no, I, I, getting Sam Howell, and I kind of agree with Gomer, not because of Eric Bieniemy or anything like that. I just I do think the Redskins have a ton of talent uh, at the skill positions, and Sam Howell was a highly touted 
quarterback going into his junior year um, where things kind of fell apart. But if you really look back at part of that reason is he lost a lot of his skill players at North Carolina at the time um, after his sophomore year when he had that big year. Um, he's talented. There's no doubt about it. And he's got a lot of help. I mean, he's got McLaurin and he's got Dotson. He's got Brian Robinson. He's got Antonio Gibson. I'm sure I'm forgetting other players on that team right now. But th- those players alone, that's a pretty dynamic. Curtis Samuel, who uh, Ron Rivera loves. So it's like he's got a lot of talented players around him. So if he can just sort of limit the turnovers and bad plays, I'm not saying he's going to score 55 every week for you. But he's probably going to average, I bet you, around like 42, 43 points a game. So that's a pretty shrewd move, in my opinion, on on what you did there. It was a terrible trade you made in February, but you came back and totally redeemed yourself, as they like to say. Um, because I think Trey Lance is probably the third quarterback in San Francisco, most likely gets traded for parts, um, is, is my guess. Uh, probably to the fucking Broncos, stupid assholes. Um, but yeah, Pacheco... You got a starting running back there, most likely. Herbert, obviously, starting running back. You got Mike Evans. You got the same player in Evans and Mike Williams, um, whether or not they can both stay healthy. Komet, you know, if Justin Fields is going to be checked down Sally that turns into bust or busted plays on the defensive side, that could work out well for you. Traylon Burks, we'll see. Uh, like I said, I really like Dotson. You got Odell Beckham. Um, again, I, I think some of these projections for your team kind of suck, Joe. I think they kind of, you know, sleepers is kind of limiting you in certain instances. Like to say Evans is only, um, that's a terrible text to get. Jesus. Um, anyhow, uh, Kerno just texted me. Apparently PG&E had a fatality that he's been dealing with. So he's climbing a pole with a dead person underneath him. It sounds like anyhow, um, geez, but yeah, you, the problem is, Joe, is is the two quarterbacks, like I said, I think Howe's going to average 42, but I don't think Love is. I don't know if Jordan Love's any good. We're going to see, though, because it would be so Packers, which would be funny because then it's really going to just, the Packers will continue to shit down down Jeremy's throat of, you go from Brett Favre, Darren Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love, and if Jordan Love becomes even better than, just like Rodgers became better than Favre, even though they won the same amount of Super Bowls, if Love becomes better than Rodgers, Jeremy's just in an eternity of hell being a Bears fan. Um, with all, all that being said, Lawrence, good matchup week one against Indianapolis, uh, to, uh, probably a sh- could be a shootout with, with, uh, the chargers week one ETN, obviously in that same sense, good matchup. Um, I don't love da- uh, Damian Pierce's matchup, AJ Brown. Again, I think I mentioned this with mine. I think new England will have a little bit better defense this year, but again, we get back to Waddle. If he and Tua can tag team it a little bit, you know, you're looking at a nice stack there. Kittle, obviously, better option than Komet. Um, all down the line here, I I, I give Jeremy the advantage. Um, but again, I I just I think Joe's getting a little bit shafted by sleepers on some of those projections here, but I can understand it. Um, you know, Jeremy still lacks a linebacker, or excuse me, a D line and a DB. Joe obviously doesn't have a linebacker. It's not going to make that big a difference. Um, and assuming, you know, if, if Brees Hall plays week one, I, I imagine Jeremy might throw him in the starting lineup where you don't have a ton of other options right now, Joe. So going to give Jeremy the advantage there. I grew a sleeper. Um, I don't think, did I go chalk? I might have gone chalk. Yeah, I guess I did go chalk because I think I took zip, yeah. Third matchup, yeah, I take zip here. Um, Lamar, big, a big, uh, big number, I think. 
but he can probably get there because they're playing Houston. I think Derek Carr's kind of got a shitty number there versus Tennessee, but their defense is really good because of Vrabel. Um, yeah, I just look at it. Fields and Purdy, those are kind of, you know, especially if, if Purdy plays. But even if he doesn't, Zip's got Daniel Jones to, to slide in there, and I just think that's a, a pretty good option, obviously. I, I don't think Mendo's got anything other than Carr for the those first few weeks. Um, you know, Rashad White, number one running back there, but he's just not Nick Chubb. The fact that they have Jameer Gibbs projected to have 17 points week one against Kansas City, I just don't see that happening. Um, I could be wrong. I just I don't see it, though. Um, but then you go down the line, you got Amon Ra versus uh, – who do you have there? You got Christian Watson in that spot. Mendo, I, I take Amon Ra. Alave and Ayuk. I think I actually go Ayuk there. Um, but then Hawkinson, you know, Zip starts Mooney and Pickens. I don't know if I love that, especially with Henry. Henry. Um, but, you know, Zip, Zip's built a pretty good – I told you guys last year he was my sleeper team, and he almost got in. Um, I, I still well, – yeah, we'll get to this. But, yeah, anyhow, I, I'm going to take Zip week one against Mendo. Um, but, again, kind of similar to mine and Cole's matchup. I think it's going to be relatively close. I just think, it, again, similar reason I'm going to make the pick I made with – Cole and I, I'm going to pick Zip because I like his quarterbacks better. I think Fields at a 42.36 projection from sleepers is low. The guy's not going to run it as much, but he's still going to throw it, as we saw with DJ Moore and uh, that play to Herbert. I mean, I, I think the Bears could be better. I don't know if they're going to be playoff bound, but I was telling Jeremy this the other day. I, I that, that division sucks. The Bears have gotten better. I think there's a scenario where you could see the Bears, you know, maybe being a playoff team. I think they have eight eight to ten wins that probably gets them in um and if Purdy plays against Pittsburgh I think that's a big jump for Zip and even not even still if it's not then he starts Daniel Jones who again was I think quarterback like eight last year in our scoring nine yeah so as much as none of us like him and none of us would want him to be our team's quarterback like the guy is a pretty decent fantasy option and especially he closed out the year pretty damn good so yeah, I'm gonna give Zip the slight advantage there over you Mendesaro sorry uh m- Tim versus Gomery. We're going to go Tim. Uh, and then we'll move on to the Jared and Robbie one, pretty similar to the Tim and Gomer one. Um, Jared has the two best quarterbacks, as he did last year. He's got a pretty damn good one-two punch at running back, assuming they stay healthy with McCaffrey and Barkley. He's got a pretty good one-two punch at running or receiver at Chase and Hill. Tight ends don't matter. Um, Ramondre Stevenson took a bit of a hit yesterday with Zeke, although I saw something from him today where he was just looking fat as fuck. Jeez, Louise. Um, but it could have just been he had a bunch of layers on, and the Patriots uniform, I guess, isn't slimming, even though they say black is supposed to be. And dark blue, navy blue, would you'd think would be similar to black. But regardless, um, Keenan Allen, you know, when he's healthy, is really good. On Austin Eckler, same thing, who's just been nothing but nothing short of just steady Eddie. I think he hasn't been worse than, like, fourth in a couple years well I guess he had that one year where he was hurt in 2020 which doesn't really count because it was 2020 um but yeah he's gone since 19 he's gone fourth 26 second first so say that's pretty good um yeah and Rob you know yeah yeah Bryce Young could be okay Rob we'll get to teams in a minute yep so that's week one's I'm going to do week two. Uh, Joe and I, again, I'm going to give myself the lean there against Joe. Um, 
again, I think you're going to get a boost. I think some of these numbers here are still kind of low for you, Joe, as I look at it. I think, I think Dotson's going to be like a top 15 wide receiver this year, unlike Calvin Ridley. Um, I think Beckham's getting pretty terrible projections because I really do think he's going to be the wide receiver one there. Oh, I, they're not going to put Zay Flowers as wide receiver one. I just don't see it just because they drafted him in the first round. Um, and my guy Rashad Bateman's not worth a fuck. They even have him like listed on their roster. I don't even see him here, which is weird. Regardless, um, but yeah, I just again, it's similar to the last week thing with you versus Jeremy. I don't think your quarterbacks are quite as good, and I just think you're you're getting bad projections in certain areas. But I don't think your skills are all that great, so I'm gonna give myself the lean there. Uh, another good matchup next week or the week two would be Jeremy and Cole, similar to mine and Cole's matchup. I think it's gonna be a close one. I again. I lean Jeremy's quarterbacks, um, but similar to the issue that Cole's going to have with Aaron Rodgers, I think he's, Jeremy's going to have with Garrett Wilson. I just don't think that that Jets offense is going to be as explosive as everyone thinks it's going to be. We'll see. Um, I gave Cole – did I go fucking chalk again? Let's see. I gave Cole the win on that one. Um, um, zip and Gomer Zip, obviously – There'll be a theme. We're not going to go too much into any um, Gomer matchups this year, as we didn't with Cole last year. And Jeremy and I the year prior. Uh, Serpa and Mendo. Serpa's pretty stacked, boys. Um, we'll get to him more in a bit. But, yeah, he's going to have a – I think Mendo will have a tough time that week. I think a lot of teams are going to have a tough time with Jared this year. But um, as we'll we'll see in, in the final season rankings, going to go with Jared. Um, and then – Robbie and Tim, like I said, I'm already overdoing the week by week. It's too much work. Uh, Robbie and Tim, uh, going to go Rob or Rob. I'm going to go Tim. Sorry, sorry, Rob. To give you a slight excitement. All right, we're just going to start listing it off now. Uh, week three, I'm not even going to go through them anymore. Uh, Jeremy and I, I'm going to go Jeremy, Cole, and Joe. Going to go Cole, uh, Tim, and Zip. Going to go Tim, Mendo, and Rob. Going to go Mendo, Jared, and Gomer. I think we can all guess. Uh, week four, Gomer and I, uh, Joe versus Zip, going to go Zip. Jeremy versus Mendo, going to go Mendo. Cole and Rob, going to go Cole. And then the probably the first big matchup of the year, I'd say, is um, uh, Tim and Jared. Going to go Jared that one in week four. Week five, Tim and I going to go Tim, Joe, and Tim, you're going to have a walk in the park that we have two buys on quarterbacks, I think. So might be starting Zach Wilson. Um, yeah, Gardner, Gardner Minshew will be starting by then. So actually that'll be fine. I guess I'll have two quarterbacks to start against you. Uh, Mendo and that was weird. Mendo and Joe, I'm going to go Mendo. This is week five boys. Jeremy and zip going to go Jeremy Cole and Jared going Jared Gomer and Robbie going to go Rob week six. Jared and I are going to go Jared, Joe and Gomer, Joe, Jeremy and Tim. We're going to go Tim. We'll go Mendo over Cole and Robbie over Zip. Going to pick a couple upsets that week, I think. Got a little frisky when I was looking through this at week six. Week seven, Robbie and I are going to go Rob. Tim and Joe going to go Tim, Jeremy, and Jared. I'm going to go Jeremy because I think Jared had a bunch of buys. Uh, Zip and Cole going to go Zip and then Mendo, obviously, over Gomer. Week eight, we got me over Zip, Jared over Joe. Jeremy over Rob, Cole over Gomer, and Mendo over Tim. Frisky, frisky. 
I don't know why I did all these things. I did this all yesterday. Week nine, me over Mendo, Joe over Rob, Jeremy over Gomer, Cole over Tim, Jared over Zip. Ten, Cole over me, Joe over Jeremy, Zip over Mendo, Tim over Gomer, Jared over Rob. Eleven, me over Joe, Jeremy over Cole, Zip over Gomer, Jared over Tom, and Tim over Rob. 12, me over Jeremy, Cole over Joe, Tim over Zip, Mendo over Rob, Jared over Jared, Jared over Gomer, excuse me, Jared over Jared. <laughs> 13, Gomer or me over Gomer, Joe over Zip, Jeremy over Mendo, Robbie over Cole, Jared over Tim. Week 14, Tim over me, Mendo over Joe, Zip over Jeremy, Cole over... Cole over Jared, week 14, huh? Wonder what I saw there. Robbie over Gomer. Could happen. Not impossible. Okay, records. To no surprise, Gomer 0-14. Um, Gomer, you might sneak one out somewhere. I, I don't know. Who knows? I doubt it, really. Like, looking at your team. Um, we'll get to you in a minute, I guess. Uh, you're going to go 0-14. Um, tied for eighth at 4-10 and 10 is Robbie and Joe. Just don't think it's going to be your guys' year. We'll get to you guys more in a minute as well. And then what do we got here? Seventh at seven and seven is Zip. Again, let's not take too much into some of these records. Because like I said, after about two and a half weeks of looking through teams, I did like all of week two. And then I started doing week three and I got fucking bored with it. And got a lot. Like looking here, like I'm actually how in week three. Like here's a good one. Tim and, and Zip. Zip's projected 197 points because Brock Purdy has seven. So, okay, obviously Brock Purdy's probably going to have like 40, so now Zip's up to like 230-ish. Then he's got a projection like with Darnell Moon, he's only projected for nine. Okay, that might be true. Probably not. Maybe. But you got, Tim's got James Conner, who I understand has no competition, at almost 18 points. Got James Cook at 15. Again, not saying that those are impossible, but just a lot of work. Like, Darnell Mooney getting nine against Kansas City. Again, I don't think Darnell Mooney's a superstar, but Kansas City's defense stinks. Probably going to be a shootout kind of game. Bears lose, like, 45-35. George Pickens only gets 11 projection against the Raiders. Come on. So, it just got to be a lot of work, and just didn't want to do all of it. I'll predict everyone's matchup every week like I did last year when it comes down to it. Zip your seven and seven based on these projections. T tied for fourth, eight and six. Cole, Jeremy, Mendo. Okay. I had myself nine and five. Tim is 10 and four. Jared is 12 and two. As I said, after the second and a half weeks, when I got to the third matchup in week three, I, I was over it. <laughs> on the other hand, Looking at your guys' rosters and actually ranking you guys. And I, I, have, I will take a picture of this to see how close I get, regardless. Even though I didn't do all that much research into it, I'll still have a picture. And I'll have Mendo, or Cole, excuse me. I fucking didn't even come close to my predictions. Team number 10 in a tier of his own is Gomer. I don't think he'll win a week. I really don't. Um, 
I don't think Trey Lance will be starting anywhere. Chase Brown is a decent stash, I guess. Tank Bigsby as well. Um, I, I like the Darnold stash. There's a chance there because I think he'll be QB two. Dak, again, I know you like him in our scoring. If I were you, I probably would have kept Deshaun Watson. But you got a first-round pick back this year, which is why what I understand why you did that. Um, again, I, I don't still don't love that trade because I'm pretty sure you traded a few firsts for Deshaun. Where are we, Deshaun? There you are. Yeah. Oh my God, you traded traded four firsts and two and twenty-four. So you only get one back. Again, fine. I just want to, yeah, it's whatever. Because what was the deal before that? Yeah. Anyways, I would have kept, probably would have kept Deshaun, but I get why you did it. You wanted to get back another first round pick this year, which which makes sense. Obviously, you have a couple high, a high end one and a middle, uh, middle late one with me. Probably, you never know though. Um, with that being said, your future is a little bit brighter than I think Coles was this time last year. Um, I do like. Um, I think we're going to be battling it out with, uh, Indianapolis's RB one with Deion Jackson and Evan Hall. Um, I think Jerome Ford is a nice sneaky play because Nick Chubb's getting towards the end of his career there. I think Keontae Ingram, again, as I mentioned, uh, James Conner a few minutes ago, I think that's a sneaky play. Ty Chandler, again, another one where wouldn't be surprised if he took over, um, start taking all the carries from Alexander Madison, but either way, it's another play. The Tajay Spears, again, similar to what we're talking about. You got a lot of young, and obviously you've been you've been saying this all summer long, that this running back class is going to prove everyone wrong. You need to be right, though, because you're banking on it. You got, let me look here. You got Sean Tucker. You got Tajay Spears. You got Kendry Miller. Is that it from this year's class? I think so. That's a, that's a lot. Oh, Tank Bigsby. Right? Yeah, tank. Oh, and it and Chase Brown, right? Yeah, that's a lot. Um, a lot of, and if you're right, I mean, that's what one, two. What's that? Five. Yeah, three, four, five. But that, if you're right, you got five flexes next year. That could be really good to pair with probably, you know, uh, maybe a, a Marvin Harrison Jr., a Drake May type kind of player. I mean, depends on what, you know, it, it is you. So we all know that this team is not going to look anything close to the same thing this time next year. I'd be surprised if you had five of these guys that you're on your team right now. With that being said, though, I mean, you look at it here. If you're right about this year's class, not just about the running backs, but even the receivers, let's say Addison turns out to be pretty good and Quentin Johnston turns out to be pretty good, you know, and let's all and let's say you're right, and Dak is has a good year. Knowing you, you'd probably trade him at the deadline for a bunch of picks, but you never know; you might keep him. So, say Dak ends up being good, and all these rookies end up turning into the guys you're hoping they're going to turn into. All of a sudden, you have a, a whole lineup filled of of skill players, and all you need to do is throw a quarterback in there, or you know, by then you'll trade a couple picks, I'm sure, and probably won't have Mar Marvin Harrison or Drake May somehow or another. But either way. There, I, I see what you're trying to do long term. I don't know if you'll get there. Um, like I said, I probably wouldn't have traded all those picks for Deshaun Watson in the first place. But if you're going to do Watson, I get. I would take. I agree with you, and I would probably take Dak in our scoring, even though I think Watson is more talented. Um, you know, raping people is is not usually good for business when it comes to playing football. So I get why you did that. But you are Team Ten. You are in a tier of your own of Tier Four. Team number nine. 
I kicked it around a lot, but I'm going to put Robbie at team number nine. Um, I think your quarterbacks are better than Joe's. I do think Jared Goff is getting a lot of poor projections. I, I don't think he's superb, but I think we saw last year he he not just for fantasy sake, just for regular football sake. I think he threw the ball pretty well. I think Dan Campbell actually likes him. Um, I don't, uh, I mean, obviously the Lions aren't looking to bring in, I mean, they got number 50, Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know if you guys saw that. He's wearing number 50, fucking ridiculous. Um, but a, in term, I, I think Campbell likes golf. Their team is going to be good. I mean, fuck David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs, Amon Ross St. Brown, um, not the biggest Marvin Jones or Josh Reynolds fans, but whatever they bring in, uh, Sam Laporta from Iowa, which we all know other than that fucking asshole, Noah Fant, Iowa tight ends are pretty damn good. Um, so I, I, I think that the, the Jared Goff slander is kind of unfair. And I think Stafford will probably have an okay year unless the Rams try and tank, which again, it's going to be hard for them to be worse than Arizona. But regardless, I guess, you know, they, if they really want to, they could, that, that lineup's not great. I mean, Stafford, Acres, Cup, and then it falls off a cliff. Um, but I, I don't see how they could be worse than a couple of these other teams, like the the Cardinals, like the Bucks, even. Um, who else is going to be bad? The fucking Broncos are going to be bad. Uh, Carolina will be bad, but they've already got Bryce. But, yeah, I, I think your quarterback situation is okay. Um, you don't have any first-round picks coming up in the draft, which is going to hurt you. Um but you do have some quarterback talent that you might be able to get away with. Um, you got DTR, who's going to take uh, Deshaun's job here pretty soon. Cole would fucking shit his pants if that ever happened. It won't happen, obviously. But it'd be funny. Um, but I just, man, Rob, I just don't. And I can't believe I'm even saying this. But I think your skills are a little worse off i could be wrong i mean i know gomer's big on the redskins this year but antonio gibson has just has been such a hit or miss kind of guy i don't think we're going to be able to ride him anymore as much as we all would have liked or especially gomer and i like we were big fans of that guy i mean what do they even have him they don't even have him like on the, like the depth chart if you pull up sleepers again that means nothing but it's brian robinson and jared patterson it's like oh well, where's where's antonio gibson makes no sense miles sanders has been nothing short of a fucking let down since the day he showed up at Penn State as a five-star. Everyone thought he was going to take over for Saquon. Never did. Um, he just hasn't done much in the NFL. He had a good year, I guess, last year, but that was all, I think, predicated on the fact that Hertz was able to run the ball as well and throw it. So it just, there were so many options in Philly that they had to, they were able to sort of forget in a sense about Miles Sanders, all the other teams, Moles, that is. Um, Jesus, Rob, I gave you a good deal when you got <laughs> Sanders. I'm looking back at it. Auden Tate, <laughs> Clyde Edwards, Alaire, <laughs> Keyshawn Vaughn. <laughs> but this is where it gets better. You got a third round pick in 2022. Eh. You got Moles. Huh. And you got Ramondre Stevenson for Cam Akers. God's sake, I gave you a lot and you didn't do much with it. Um, Hopkins, whatever. I mean, he's got Tannehill throwing him the ball. Not a big fan. Obviously, we've all seen the stuff on Will Levis. It's not great. Uh, Deontay Johnson, I think he had one good year. Everyone freaked out about in 21. Um, he hasn't been anything special. Um, what else do you have here? I mean, Goddard, 
Okay, I like him, even though tight ends don't matter. Cooks, like, okay, great. I think Charbonnet is a nice pick for you. I think, um, and we'll get to Jeremy a little later here. I, I think that's going to suck for Kenny Walker for a little while. Zay Flowers, not a fan. Um, it's crazy how good the Ravens are at drafting certain things and how fucking bad they are at drafting wide receivers, in my opinion. Um, Kenny McIntosh, nothing. Yeah, I mean, Deuce Vaughn, maybe you've got something there. Um, we could see in the future. I just, I think your skills, you lack a lot of depth in the skills. So I have you at team number nine, bottom end of uh, tier three. Team number eight, I have Joe. Again, I, I think he made a nice move. I talked about it a lot already, but the Hal and Lance trade, I think, is nice. If Jordan Love ends up being as good as Joe hopes, I think Joe's chances of jumping above four and 10 and jumping into the next tier rise. Uh, I think he's got the starter in Kansas City and Pacheco. He's got the starter in Chicago and Herbert. Um, Evans is a nice piece for an older guy, and I think that could be someone if Joe's season doesn't go as he plans. I think Evans is a guy that he could probably fetch something for around the deadline. Um, I talk about this kind of stuff every year. Mike Williams, same kind of concept as Evans. If Joe's season doesn't go as he plans, there's a guy he can move. Uh, Cole Komet, whatever. He just got a nice contract, so he probably won't do shit uh, now that he's got paid. Um but in the future, I really like, I do still like Burks. I know, I know someone like Gomer would probably trade a couple pieces for him, come down the line if, you know, if he starts looking good. And if he looks good, knowing you, Joe, you'll probably just keep him. Dotson, big fan of him. Don't love Odell, though, long term. But again, I just, I look at your lineup. I think Kareem Hunt will get a job somewhere. Cordero Patterson got banged up, I saw today, but he'll still get his touches, I think. I don't think it's going to be, they're not going to get Bijan 25 touches a game. It's just not going to happen. It doesn't happen in the NFL anymore. Gabe Davis supposedly was dealing with an injury all year long last year, so I think that's a guy who can end up doing okay for you. John Mechie, I really liked him out of out of uh, blah, 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 out of Alabama. Um, I do like C.J. Stroud. I think long term he could be a pretty decent option, even though he looked terrible the other night. So I I put you just slightly above Rob. I do think your quarterbacks are a little worse, but I think your skills are are that much better. I think you have a little more depth than Robbie when it comes to the skill spots. So I put you at eight at the top of tier three. Team number seven. Um, as I said last year, and I'll say it again this year, I do think these middle teams, and when I say middle, I'm talking three through seven, I literally think are all interchangeable. Um, you know, I, I, I think on any given day, these teams can all beat each other. Um, and I think they all have something that the other lacks. So that's why you're just, they're all sort of a mishmash. Um, so team number seven, the bottom of tier two, I have Mendo right now. Um, I like Lamar. I think he's going to have a good year again if he stays healthy. I do like Rashad White. I like Gibbs. I think they're overprojecting him, but I like him. Christian Watson is going to fall into the same category as where Joe is. At, with, he'll, he's going to sink and swim with Joe's team, right? If love's good, Watson will be fine. If he's not, well, then you're in a little bit of a pickle. But you've got some other wide receivers that you can plug into there, um, especially a guy like uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Not a big Hollywood Brown fan, but you can probably put it uh, JSN in the Watson spot if he sucks, and then you've got a you've got a pretty good little staple of running backs. Um, you know, you got Henry who is just doesn't stop mowing people over and being RB one, RB two every year. It's just crazy how consistent he has been since. I mean, you look at since twenty eighteen, the guy has been a fucking freak. I mean, shit, he had two hundred and seventy, almost eight points in twenty twenty one, only playing eight games in our scoring i mean in eight games he had 10 touchdowns and 937 rushing yards it's just it's fucking crazy he just he won't fall off that cliff um i mean eventually he has to but 
it's crazy that he hasn't yet. But I mean, I'm looking here at your your bench. I mean, Damian Harris, that's a weird situation in Buffalo. I mean, they got Cook and Ann Harris and Josh Allen. So it's sort of a weird deal, but he's a fine running back. Brian Robinson, when he's not getting shots, really good. Gomer's boy, Devin Akane, I think is how you say his last name. Who knows? Stupid name. Only 5'9", 188 pounds. I don't know if I agree with Gomer, but you know what? Fine. He's he's a guy there for you to sub in or to plug in if need be. Your boy, Jamal Williams, who, you know, is in a crowded backfield in New Orleans with him, Kendry Miller, and then in a few weeks again, Alvin. Um, but again, a good goal line back. I mean, what he score? 400 touchdowns last year. Um, yeah, 17 touchdowns last year. So we all know that guy's getting the goal line carries when New Orleans gets there. Um, Zamir White is probably going to be the guy to start. It sounds like I don't think Josh Jacobs is going to show up. And Zamir White looked fine the other day against the Niners. What, he had like 10 carries, 40 yards? Where is it? Yeah, 13 carries, 43 yards. Again, I understand it's preseason. But regardless, that Niners defense is pretty good. He was good at Georgia. Um, you know, all Georgia running backs are usually pretty good. So you've got a lot of skill depth. The biggest question for me and the reason I have you at the bottom end of the tier two and at team seven right now is I just don't love your second quarterback. Um, Derek Carr is... He'd be a great third quarterback, in my opinion. I think he's, for what we're looking for in our league, that's a good third quarterback. He's a he's another Geno Smith kind of guy. Um, you will fly up the board if C.J. Stroud is good because then you all of a sudden get to move Carr into that third quarterback spot, and you have Lamar and Stroud, and then you have Rashad White, you have Gibbs, you have Watson, you have Ayuk, you have Henry, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, like we just talked about here. I think your skills are really good. Um, I think they're kind of undervalued in some of their points in certain aspects, but that second quarterback is going to be your Achilles heel, which again, we talk about all the time. Um, but your depth is, is pretty solid. Um, it's just that second quarterback that is the biggest question mark to me. So I have you at team seven at team number six. Congratulations, Cole. You are not seven for now. You are six. Um, I sort of talked about this. I don't think the jets are going to be quite as explosive as everyone thinks their offensive line is not very good. I think they're worried about all this other shit with like the Sean Payton stuff. Like that stuff doesn't matter. And it's crazy how much these guys are playing into it, the um how much they're playing into this this whole Nathaniel Hackett shit. It's crazy. I'll try and find this picture of Garrett Wilson, but it's not that big a deal, I guess, because you guys can't see it right now and it won't make sense if I send it. Um but it's just it's yeah. I just I think it's dumb. I think it's dumb. I think it's a dumb thing for them to be concerned about. I think they should worry about protecting Rodgers, making sure they have holes for Brees Hall to run through, for Dalvin to run through, which um, we'll get to here in a second for you. But I just don't think that that offense is going to be quite as ex explosive as people think. And I actually, of all the people so far as I've gone through this, and you'll think I'm being biased towards you, Cole, but it shows that I'm not because I've said that Joe's getting fucked. I actually don't think you're getting fucked on the Aaron Rodgers thing. I, th I, don't, I think his projections... I mean, you look at, again, it's all bullshit, like I said, going into looking past like weeks one and two but they have him at 41 and 39 basically for weeks one and two i don't think those are that far off and if you look all down the season it's all hovering around 40 i don't think he's going off this year um you know he he came back to earth finally you know last year I, he's 39 years old he's got really good talent around him are they gonna, they're gonna run the ball a lot even with that offensive line, they're going to give the ball to Brees. They're going to give Dalvin's going to get his touches as time goes on. I, I just don't think that that offense is as explosive as people think it's going to be. I don't, everyone's comparing it to like the Broncos when Peyton got there that year, those first couple years when he was going nuts. I don't, I don't see 
Aaron Rodgers throwing for 70 week one and have seven touchdowns or whatever it was that Peyton had that first week against the Ravens that year. I, I don't see that being the case. Um, and I think they're going to get beat up by Buffalo week one. And I think typical Jets fashion, everyone's going to start beating up on them. Um, Deshaun, I talked about him. Obviously, I, I am a Deshaun Watson fan uh, in terms of his him as a quarterback. I you know He was a, a, a top five quarterback every single year from 18, 19, and 20. And then he decided that it was time to get fucking circle jerked every time he went to a strip club or a, a massage parlor, which sucks for him and for you. Um, there was something wrong with him in those six games last year. I mean, it was not the guy that we were used to seeing. I mean, you look at it, right? I'll give you 18, 19, 20. He played in 16, 15, and 16 games. He had nine interceptions, 12 interceptions, seven interceptions. In six games last year, he had five interceptions or something weird there. So, and I don't know what it is. It's not like he didn't have a good running game to help him. It's not like he didn't have decent skill players. Um, we'll see. I'm not a big Elijah Moore fan. Amari Cooper is, is fine. Um, uh-oh. Lose audio again? Nope, still going. Good, good. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I... I don't love your quarterbacks. Um, I don't love Najee. I've talked about it all last year and started to see that cliff falling. Um, and it's crazy because he was only in his second year already. But the guy has touched the ball a lot. I mean, just looking at his NFL touches. Um, I mean, he's almost at 700 touches already in two years. It's a lot. And that's what he did at Alabama, Saban rode him his junior and senior year at Antioch in high school. That's all. Damn it. Sorry. I did finally cut audio. Fucking piece of shit. Uh, at Antioch his senior year, he touched the ball a ton, so I'm not a big fan of him. Obviously, Bijan has never played down in the NFL, um, but he is very good. He is. He has a chance to do what Saquon did his rookie year. He's going to catch the ball. He's going to run the ball. I think he's going to average somewhere around 20 a game this year for you. CeeDee Lamb, big fan of CeeDee Lamb. Um, agree with Gomer. Obviously, I'm not a big Dak fan as a player, but in our scoring, he's very good. Lamb obviously is the number one target on that team. Um, Brandon Cooks isn't going to steal a lot of looks from him. Michael Gallup's not going to steal a lot of looks from him. You know, I, I he's going to have another big year, I think, where he's probably going to have another hundred hundred catches and probably another ten touchdowns or so, kind of like he did last year. I think he had yeah 107 catches and nine touchdowns last year. I think that's pretty damn good. Um, I think you probably are in line for that again. Um, from CD, I know you think he's like the second best dynasty wide receiver. He's not. Um, it's probably Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson, depending on who you talk to. Um, Devontae Adams, yeah, he's fine. Getting older. Got Jimmy Garoppolo thrown in the ball. Mark Andrews, if he can stay healthy, along with Poopy Pants. Um, uh, Lamar Jackson, I think he has prote- prote- potential to be tight end number two. Like always, right around there, right behind uh, Travis Kelsey. Uh, Aaron Jones, again, kind of similar to all the other Green Bay Packers stuff. If Jordan Love is good, then Jones will still be okay. But he's 28 years old, coming towards the tail end. Uh, We talked about Cooper a little, and I totally disagree with you on Calvin Ridley. Guy is not going to be a top 15 wide receiver. If he's 25, I'd be surprised. He's had one good year in his career, one, and that was the COVID year when he was fifth. Other than that, he's been 22, 27, and then obviously the other two years don't really count. Um I'm not a big Calvin Ridley guy. Um, I told you this from the get-go. I don't think you handled this tank very well. Um, I think you're built 
for this year at best. And again, I don't, like I said, I have you at six near the bottom of tier two. Um, I don't think Anthony Richardson was the guy as much as you got one over on Gomer. I think he got one way over on you on the Richardson deal. Um, I, I don't see that. I'm not, I'm not you can't, I, and I don't know if there's, there's probably one quarterback out there, but if you don't start in college, you don't end up being very good in the NFL. And he didn't start in college much. Dalvin Cook to New York, whatever. Again, 28 years old. Look at your running backs. 28 years old. Aaron Jones is 28. Najee Harris's knees are about 70. You know, you've got, you came out of this tank with Bijan and CeeDee Lamb. And maybe Deshaun Watson. I'll give you the flyer on Deshaun. I call it a flyer. And I guess I'll give you a flyer on Anthony Richardson just because he's a rookie. No, I don't love what you did coming out of this tank. You have one first-round pick in the next three years, and it's Brand or, uh, Zips and Brandstatters and 25, which is going to fall outside the lottery anyway, so it's not a big deal. So you're looking at best the fifth, fifth pick in 2025. I don't love it. I don't love what you did with your team. Um but you, you built it for this year, I guess. You you you, you built a redraft team. Um, but if everyone stays healthy and everyone does what their best ability, like if if you built the Farhan Zadi Giants from whatever year was it last year, two years ago, and they won like 105 games with all the terrible older players that he brought in that he thought would all pop, and they did, and then he kept running that back, that same system over and over and over and over and over again because analytics tells him to. Then yes, you have a chance. If all of your players pop to the best of their potential. You have a chance to win this year. Um, if they don't, you're in big fucking trouble for not only this year, but the future going forward. Team number five, Zip. My big jumper last year. You're going to make another jump again this year, I think. I think you get into the playoffs this year, obviously, being team five and with potential to move on up. Fields, um, you know, I think he only improves his passing. I think he and Hertz are going to be on a similar uh, path this year where I think they both run the ball a little bit less than the year. I don't think Fields can have 160 carries this year. I could see him going back towards like that, you know, in 2021 he had in 12 games, 72 carries. I guess that's a lot too. I, I, I just don't think he's going to run the ball quite as much this year. He's not going to – I mean, he only played 15 games last year, but that's more than 10 a game, 10 rushes a game. I don't think he's going to rush the ball 10 times a game on average. I think he's going to throw it a little bit more this year. The Bears, like I said, I think they're a sneaky, sneaky team that could be pretty decent, especially with that division. I mean – I don't think I think we all agree Green Bay is not that great. I don't think Minnesota's that great. Detroit's pretty good. So I mean the Bears the Bears could be right there. Um obviously Joe was right about Khalil Herbert. He's the running back RB1 there. Um I think they made a nice move to get DJ Moore. I don't think Darnell Mooney's awful. Velas Jones is quite bad. I'm surprised he still has a roster spot. Cole Komet um is is a for a tight end and he's fine. Um, I do think they'll try and run it more with Herbert. I think they'll try and run it a little bit more with uh, Deontay Foreman. I do think Gomer's not wrong about Roshan Johnson. I think he has a chance to get some play, um, especially in the in the Deontay Foreman role. Um, but, yeah, I really like Justin Fields. I think he stays in the top ten. I think he was seven last year in our scoring, so I think he's right around there again next year, maybe five in our scoring. I don't remember what he was. Um, regardless, I think he'll have another top ten type of year. I think Brock Purdy, obviously, in, in Shanahan's offense is exactly what he wants. Assuming he's healthy, I think, again, he'll probably continue off of what he did last year. You're welcome for only having to pay one first-round pick for him. 
even though I should have held on to him and not listened to fucking Gomer, but whatever, my own fault. Nick Chubb, again, kind of similar to a Derrick Henry kind of guy, just keeps scoring points. Again, the cliff is coming, but for now, he'll work out fine for you. Joe Mixon, similar, not quite as lethal as Henry and, and Chubb, but again, same kind of guy who's going to keep scoring points, and especially in our format or our scoring, he can catch the ball if, if Her, uh, Herbert, if Burrow wants to check it down to him. Um, I think he had like 50 catches, 60 catches last year. So, again, a guy who touches our ball and our scoring is obviously what you're looking for. Um, looking back at the deal you made was a really good deal, actually, in, in hindsight. You traded Kareem Hunt, Mac Jones, a second-round pick in 23, a third-round pick in 24, and a first-round pick in 2022. I don't know whose it was for Mixon and Daniel Jones. I think that's a big win for you. Uh, Amon Ra uh, was always a big Amon Ra fan, obviously, coming out of USC. Saw his route-running ability and how he just never drops anything. Um, and that has been the case. He has 196 catches in his first two years. And in 2021, I don't think he got going until like week eight or whatever it was, that Vikings game. I guess it was week four. He started catching the ball a lot. So I guess that's not that bad, regardless. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a big Amon Ra fan. I think you're, you're going to hit on that one. I think Alave is going to be a hit. The Snakes are a snake. The Saints are a sneaky bad team, potentially. Damn, that roster could be pretty good with like a Caleb or a Drake May. The Snakes, fuck, I did it again. The Saints could be a sneaky bad team. I keep combining Saints and sneaky for snakes, and I don't like snakes. I'm a snake. You guys remember that video? Uh, but I do like Chris Olave. Um, Hawkinson, good tight end, obviously, in terms of tight ends when he plays. Um, Cousins will, he's a good red zone threat. And I actually think Jordan Addison is going to open it up not only just for Justin Jefferson more, but also TG Hawkinson. Vikings might not be as bad as I think, but I don't think they're going to be great. Uh, I like George Pickens. I think he's talented. Darnell Mooney, I've talked about him. AJ Dillon, uh, undisputed from the goal line there and was obviously pretty good in the timeshare last year with Aaron Jones. Um, your third quarterback is Daniel Jones. I like him as a third. Um, you know, Hubbard will probably get some play this year, I would think, because Moles can never stay healthy usually. So I think he plays. You have a potentially fourth quarterback, too, in Kyle Trask if he can beat out um, Bakers. I don't know if that'll happen. Rashad Bateman, I like the guy, but fuck, he just never does anything. Jalen Hyatt, a uh, nice rookie out of Tennessee who can take the top off, which I'm sure you're hoping for, but he's a hard guy to start. Um, I do like your team. I just think your last two flex spots are a little iffy because um, I would probably have Dylan in that third spot, so then you're flexing in Pickens and, and Mooney, which is a little questionable, and it depends. And depending on what happens, it's who do you put in there in a certain instance. But, oh, shit. You have yourself you've really put yourself in a great position um, for not only this year. I think you're, like I said, I think you're a playoff team this year, but next year I'm looking here. I mean, you got Robbie's pick, which is probably second or third next year. You've got Serpa, not going to be a great pick, but then you have Mendo and, and Cole, which I think are middle of the draft. I mean, you're looking at a chance to, if you assume, you probably assume Caleb goes one and you probably think, I mean, it. it's a question mark as to who goes two. Is it Drake Mayer or is it, Marvin Harrison and it depends on who's drafting second and whether or not they draft for need or best available player but either way you're getting a good player at that pick and then in the fourth and fifth slots like there's going to be skilled players there's other quarterbacks that are always inevitably happens a quarterback makes a big jump there's going to be a quarterback this year that makes a big jump I don't know who it is 
Um, I, it could be, uh, I don't want to give you guys any names because you guys don't pay enough attention, but they'll make the jump. It doesn't matter. Someone's going to jump. You guys will see the draft. Someone will get drafted that shouldn't get drafted, but as high as they do at least. And that could be another player you take. So you have a really bright future and I think you have a good chance this year. Um, like I said, the only thing that I don't love about your team is, is the last two flex spots, which then in terms, in other terms is, you know, your depth is a bit lacking, obviously. So you're five. Team number four, I had myself. Um, I'm in the same situation I think I was last year. I have good quarterbacks. I've got, I think my wide receiver room is pretty good. I don't have a clear cut, like, I don't have Jamar Chase anymore, for instance. Um, I don't have that kind of guy, but I think I, I like Higgins. I think he's good. I think Devontae Smith's good. Spider legs. I guess DJ, D, DJ, DK Metcalf is probably the, the number one wide receiver that I tout, but I mean, whatever I, I think he's fine dj Moore, whatever um and then i rotate between a guy like judy um drake london justin ross because he's going to be the wide receiver one in kansas city um yeah i think my wide receiver room's good uh my same problem as always it's been the last few years is going to be my running backs um i've got nice names um but that doesn't always lead to talent or to scoring I mean, DeAndre Swift, we all love that guy coming out of Georgia. He hasn't done shit in the NFL. Um, you know, Akers, whatever. I, I mean, he's the undisputed one, I guess. That's good. But he's whatever. Again, it's all question marks. Javante Williams looked really good his first year and then not so good after he, you know, he tears his ACL like three weeks into the year last year. Um, you know, Kamara, whatever. He's old. Alaire, bust. So my running backs are always going to have has always and will always seem to be my Achilles heel. So that's where I see myself at fourth. I at least have a third quarterback, which I think is important. I think we all should try and be a little better about that, obviously, because there are times we sit there and we, and we don't have three quarterbacks. It is tough. Um, but I think my wide receiver depth will be able to hold me over for the most part, um, at least hold me over in terms of where I run my running backs stand. Um, and then obviously my quarterbacks. Um, I think are pretty good still and hurts. I don't know if he'll, like I said, I don't think he's going to run the ball quite as much as here. He might try and pass a little more, but even if he regresses back to his 2021 year where he was ninth, I'll, I'll live with that. And I don't think Herbert uh, can have a worse year than he had last year. And it wasn't even that bad, you know, in terms of reality sake, it's just what we all expect out of him. It wasn't quite as good. Don't know if I'm a big Kellen Moore fan, but we'll see. Team number three, the last of tier two and the top of tier two is Jeremy. Um, I talked about it a little when I was looking at your matchups. Um, you know, Lawrence, I think, will build off of what he did last year and only get better. I think he'll probably have another top 10 year, I think. Um, I think he was in my top 10, somewhere in that range. I think I'll have a top 10 year this year. Not a big Tua fan. Obviously, we've talked about that a lot. Um, but I do think Tua is a good third quarterback, which, again, in the future will probably be probably be the case for you. Kenny Pickett, you'll have it fourth, and then you put Kyler back in in the two slot, whether or not he's in Arizona or not, who knows. Because um, if they are as bad as I think they're going to be, he probably, I mean, most of these teams probably don't pass on a team, guy like Caleb. But if you have... This is the same thing I think I talked about with the Jets a few years ago with Darnold when they had that high pick and then they took Zach Wilson. What they should have done was either A, taken something to help their team at that point in time, or B, trade the pick. Kind of like what the Bears did. The Bears, I think, did it right. I don't know if they got enough, but they did it right in the sense that 
Tyler is, we all like to shit on him. He seems like the biggest fucking asshole in the world. But he's a good quarterback. Like, he's produced pretty good numbers. I mean, you look at his rookie year in 2019, he threw for what? 3,700 yards. He throws for 30, almost 4,000 yards. In the COVID year, 21, he threw for 3,814 games. And then last year, he only plays 11 games and had 2,400 yards almost. That's a lot. Um, you know, and he, he turns it over a little bit. But, I mean, the guy's a decent quarterback. And if you're the Cardinals, that team is bad. I mean, they got nothing on offense. I mean, James Conner's 40. Hollywood Brown, not very good. Rondell Moore, not very good. Zach Pascal, not very good. Trey McBride, whatever. Zach Ertz is good. Um, their defense is okay. They've got some good pieces on D. So it's like, wouldn't you, assuming the Cardinals are 0-17, somebody's going to pay a fortune to get Caleb Williams. I mean, there are a lot of teams out there that think they're a quarterback away. Every team always seems to think they're a quarterback away. But, I mean, a guy like Caleb, teams are going to pay a fortune for. Uh, again, I know it would be hard to pass on probably the best prospect since what? Andrew Luck. Most teams would never do it because if it doesn't pan out, you're getting fired. But the same could be said if it doesn't pan out and you draft him. You didn't want to draft Demarcus. So, I don't know. I, I think one way or the other, Kyler's going to play next year somewhere, whether it be in Arizona or whether it be somewhere else. So, that gives you probably your QB2 behind Lawrence, moves Tua down to three, pick it to four. Um, not a big Kenny Pickett fan regardless, though. Uh, ETN, nice nice piece. Um, Damon Pierce, nice piece. A.J. Brown, nice player. Jalen Waddle, good number two. Um, in Miami, Kenny Walker, I said I'd mention him. I, I think he, Pete, really just likes to have a lot of running backs. And a guy like Charbonnet is going to absolutely steal goal line carries. He can catch the ball. He did it at UCLA um, and Michigan before UCLA even. Uh, he's a good player. Um, I, I don't know why they took him other than Pete just likes to have a million running backs. Um, so I think that hurts Kenny. I don't think he's going to have – the same kind of years he did last year, although a lot of his stuff was big brushes, which I think he'll be able to do again. But um, regardless, Garrett Wilson, again, I've talked about the Jets. I don't think they're going to have as great a year as, as everyone seems to think. Dobbins, if if and when he's healthy, he is good. Um, but those are big ifs and wins. Um, but you have a lot of depth. Um, I think Rashad Penny will get some play in Philadelphia. I think all those running backs are going to get play there. Um, Brees, obviously, will be the running back number one there, no matter what. Uh, Cole thinks when healthy, he is going to be the guy they're going to give the ball to. You've got a decent depth at receiver in McLaurin and Pittman and um, Christian Kirk hanging out on the bench. Um, so, yeah, I think you're, your second quarterback this year isn't great, and I think you run into a bit of a timeshare issue with a guy like Kenny Walker. Um, but other than that, your team's pretty good. So I put you at team number three at the top of tier two. And team number two, the bottom of tier one, is our defending champ, Tim. Um, and the decision was made uh, for a couple of reasons. I don't love your second quarterback in Kirk Cousins um, and or Jimmy Garoppolo and or Desmond Ritter or, and or Ryan Tannehill. I think they're all kind of the same. I think Cousins is probably the best of those three or four, excuse me. Um, so I agree with you on that. I just, you know, I don't love the guy, but. Fortunately for him, and this is what you'll ride again this year, I assume, is the fact that he has Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, and TJ Hawkinson to throw the ball to, which really helps. So he doesn't have to be this miracle worker. He just has to get the ball in their hands, and they'll do the rest of the work. 
Um, so that's good for you. You have the undisputed run, number one running back in Dallas in Tony Pollard. Um, Josh Jacobs, if he decides to play football, will probably be the running back to get the football in, in uh, Las Vegas. But here we are, and a couple weeks out, and he's not there. So that'll be a tricky situation. But you have Monty, who I think is the first running back off the bench in Detroit. You got Zeke, obviously, um, now in New England, who is going to be in a timeshare with Ramondre Stevenson. I think he made a nice deal with Cole getting uh, Zach Evans for a third-round pick. I think that's a good little flyer. Um, was a five-star going into Ole Miss. Uh, didn't quite pan out the way – or, excuse me, going into uh, TCU, then transferring to Ole Miss. Um, didn't quite pan out the way I think they both those schools hoped he would. But regardless, there's talent there. Um, it sounds like JT is going to report at any moment. Um uh, and still wants to be traded. What's this say here? Yeah, but 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 he's at the facilities. But 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 finishing rehab. Yeah, I think he's gonna be. Um, I think they. I mean, again, similar to the Kyler thing, and like we're talking about the Cardinals, right? And I, I don't know what Gomer wants as a Colts fan in this situation, but if someone's gonna pay a couple mid-round picks for Jonathan Taylor, maybe get a first from some fucking stupid team. I would probably take that if I'm the Colts. Start adding pieces to get better in the future. But I assume, assume those if Jacobs and Taylor play, that sort of changes a lot for you, obviously, and where you're ranked. Because um, then your skills are really fucking good. Um, and like I said with Cousins, I don't love the guy. But, man, when you've got that much talent to throw the ball to, he'll be fine. Um, you got my boy uh, Jonathan Mingo, big fan of him. I think he has a good year um, if they can keep Bryce Young upright. Um, you got Debo on the bench, who obviously didn't have as good a year as he had two years ago, but still a talented player, and obviously that 49ers offense uh, can pop at any moment, and if he's healthy, he has a chance to pop. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's just your second QB for me, um, and that's why I put you just below Jared at the moment. But like I said, if if Pollard – or Pollard, excuse me, if Jacobs and JT both end up playing, it could – your second quarterback might not matter that much because then all of a sudden, you know, you're adding 16 to 20 points, even though they still have a projection for Jacobs at 16 right now to play week one. And they have JT projected 19, but on the pup. So we'll see. Uh, even without those two guys, your team is still pretty damn good. Uh, and then team number one, uh, obviously at the top of tier one is Jared. Best quarterback combo, Mahomes. I mean, he had the best quarterback combo last year. When you have Patrick Mahomes, you probably are going to have the best quarterback combo. Unless you're pairing him with, you know, Trey Lance or something like that. I don't know. Even then, it still might be the best quarterback combo just because it's Patrick Mahomes. But, you know, you already had it. Um, I know you think you got better with the Burrow move. I, you know, I think you did too. I love Joe Burrow. Um, so, obviously, your quarterbacks are filthy. Your running backs are filthy. And McCaffrey and Barkley, when those two guys are healthy, they are awesome. Um, there's just no denying it. Uh, you know, when McCaffrey's been healthy, he's you know, a top three running back when Barkley is healthy. He's a top three fantasy running back, I should say. Um, so, yeah, those are those are two nice pieces. When they're healthy, when they're not holding out, those are really good. You have – I personally – I have Jamar Chase as the number one dynasty wide receiver over Jeff, Justin Jefferson personally. Um, but, I, you know, I'm not going to spend a lot of time debating that because I don't think anyone would be wrong. Uh, he's really good. Uh, when he's healthy, obviously, which last year he was banged up some, but you know his rookie year was pretty fucking good. I mean, he's averaging what eighty four catches a year 
in two years, and that's missing four games in those two years, mostly last year. Uh, Tyreek Hill, again, sort of similar to the the Kirk Cousins situation. Uh, Tua just gets the ball in his hands. He can do all the rest. Um, you know, he doesn't have to throw it 70 yards to him. You can throw it seven and go for 70. Um, Waller, whatever, tight end, you know. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson took a bit of a hit um, the other day with the Zeke signing. You know, I just saw, I didn't realize this, coming out of high school, he was the number one running back in his class when he went to Oklahoma, which I guess makes sense. He's six foot two twenty five. He's built like a fucking brick shithouse. Um, he had a great year last year. I think he had 1,000 yards rushing. Um, only scored five touchdowns. So you figure if he gets 1,000 yards again and doubles his touchdown output, you know, that's another top five running back for you. Um, whether or not he's able to do that with Zeke being there, I'd imagine Zeke will probably steal some goal line carries. Uh, Keenan Allen, again, went healthy really, really good. Um, and then same thing with Austin Eckler, went healthy, which he's been for a long time the last few years, um, is another top five. So, I mean, you have theoretically, a, at minimum, three top five running backs. You might have four if Stevenson can double his touchdown output next year or this year. Um, my only issue I see with your team, Jared, is, is your skilled depth isn't great i think mac jones is a perfect third quarterback we talked about that earlier right i think he's a, exactly what you're looking for in a third quarterback kind of guy michael carter obviously in a shitty situation now i mean you've got Brees ahead of him and then obviously dalvin cook um he is one of those guys that i was talking about though with north carolina a couple years ago and and um sam howell and why his numbers dropped off a cliff that junior year. it wasn't because his he wasn't good it was because he had no one to give the ball to um but, yeah, I mean, Tyler Lockett and Chris Godwin are probably your two best depth pieces. But the problem is, is, like, who's throwing Godwin the ball? It's either Kyle Trask or Baker Mayfield, and that's not good either way. Um, and then with Lockett, you know, he's just getting getting to be a little older, but still a, a, a solid. He's probably, despite what everyone hopes, I would imagine, is I, I'm thinking Jackson Smith and Jigba is probably going to be the, the third wide receiver there still. So it probably goes DK and then Lockett and then JSN. Um so Lockett will still probably get his 80 catches like he always does, um, which in turn is a good depth piece for you. I don't really care for Elijah Moore, and I never like Kadarius Tony. Um, Dawson Knox is in, you know, you got a bunch of tight ends. God damn, you got a lot of tight ends. You got four, five, technically. Um, your starting lineup is filthy. Uh, you have a little bit of a depth issue, I'd say, is my biggest concern um, looking at your team. But you have the best running back quarterback wide receiver combos i think out of everybody i don't i don't think anyone had i mean who could have better i don't think anyone so you're built to win you've done a good job with that team so uh to go over it again 10 bottom uh, bottom and top of tier four is gomer team number nine bottom of tier three is robbie team number eight top of tier three is joe team number seven the bottom of tier two is cole six or excuse me mendo seven is seven is mendo six is cole just Freudian slip, so used to having Colby seven. Um, team number six is Cole. Team number five is Zip. Team number four is myself in the top of tier two. At team number three is Jeremy. Team two, bottom of tier one is Cole. Or Jesus, Tim. And uh, the top of tier one and team number one is Jared. I will take a picture of this uh, for the preseason predictions. I will probably make. I wonder if I, I wonder if I'll change my pre or my week one predictions when week one comes. I don't know if I'll do week one. I guess this counts towards week one. Week one predictions. Uh, me over Cole, Jeremy over Joe, Zip over Mendo, Tim over Gomer, and Jared over Rob. I probably won't do another one of these until after week one unless you guys make some big trades or something crazy happens. Um, 
But that's it. That's uh, the first Thimrit of the year. Welcome to the 2023-2024 season. As I'm sure all of you are, I'm looking forward to it. I'm ready to go. Um, and I hope that all my predictions are right. Because I like to rub it in all you guys' faces when I'm right. Although I wasn't right a lot last year. I don't think I've ever gotten a preseason prediction right now that I think about it in terms of like who I like, I mean, Jared is the team one. So in theory, I have Jared as, and I also had Jared go 12 and two. So assume Jared is the best team. He should probably win. Never seems to ever happen. Who was number one last year going into the playoffs? Was it Tim or was it Jared? I think it was Tim. Did Tim finally break the first place curse? I think so. Maybe. Yeah. Who cares? All right, boys, that's a Thimrid. We will talk to you guys again, most likely after week one. All right.